Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of Move Out Draw Fire. I'm your host Dustin and today's episode will kind of be a recap and continuation of last week's episode. Which was the embarrassing turnout in Afghanistan. I say turnout as in what's happening now since the last time I reported which was they just lost... uh, Kabul they lost all of Afghanistan Uh, now they're finding all the weapons that we left there all the vehicles we left there uh, aircraft we left there just piles and piles of money that we left there so it's disturbing to me on on a level that should not have been even uh, conceptually uh, uh, possible which would be 11 days. So we had a mission when we went to Afghanistan. September 11th happened, we go to Afghanistan. We find the guy who did it, capture or kill, move out. Well, that took longer than expected. So, after everything, after our main objective was done, which was to capture or kill Osama bin Laden, now we have to deal with, all right, we just ruined this country. We got to kind of just rebuild it or train them to help themselves until we leave. So, trillion dollars, 20 years of training, where'd that get them? Now, it was said that there would be a couple uh, scenarios that could play out. One was the current one that is happening where the Taliban would take over that was it the second one would be like a civil war Uh, a couple others would be um, Taliban give up uh, the country's taken over by another country multiples so you never go in with one plan you go in with multiple plans keep your strategies open that way if something does happen you go well we expected that however the 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 man this is so befuddling the possible scenario of the taliban taking over was estimated months and years away it happened in a week and a half so that was certainly unexpected was it a possible scenario yes the time frame in which it happened incredibly insane so in this episode we're going to kind of cover the accountability of what happened over there okay now this isn't a, a democrat or republican thing this is who's to blame for what is happening right now it is not the U.S. soldiers who did all the training of the uh, Afghan National Army. I, I was there. We did the best to our ability. And I saw a news uh, a uh, news broadcast the other day that pretty much summed it up from a soldier's perspective, which was the soldiers you're dealing with for the Afghan National Army if they weren't high, uh, they didn't show up. And if they showed up, 
they're most likely high. They do a lot of drugs over there. So trying to train somebody when they are blitzed out of their mind is quite impossible. So you're dealing with that kind of mindset of you had to do as much training in a short time period because once payday comes around, they're gone. They get their pay and you won't see them for another two weeks. And then they come back for a week and then you get a week of training, payday, they're gone for two weeks. So, because to them it was just, they're training us, but they're always going to be around. They got complacent. Well, we didn't stay around, we left. And after they're, after we left, they go, well, I'm not going to do this, so I'm going to give them my weapon or I'm going to join the Taliban. That way I'm not killed for wearing an Afghan National Army uniform. That's cowardice on a level that I didn't think was possible. For it to happen that fast, that's shameful. Shameful. So, as far as the training, we're the ones that trained them. And a lot of people go through... Um, or a lot of army NCOs, uh, non-commissioned officers, army officers, um, you get trained on how to train. So you're not going in there not knowing how to teach. So you get told, you get, you get taught how to teach. But when you're dealing with the group of people that don't want to learn, are only in it for the money and the security of the U.S. forces, how do you think that training is going to go? Garbage. That's, that's how it's going to go. So you're dealing with that, and now you have uh, the Army officers, the Army officers appointed over us at the higher-ups, you know, hey, take photos. Make sure you take photos of you training the ANA. It looks good for optics, so it looks like we're doing something. Even though they know for a fact that they aren't learning anything, and it's a huge waste of our time. Now, 20 years later, the fruits of our labor have been realized as a huge farce. You can't teach those people. The people that want to learn, the people that want to be safe, they're not around. The ones that came in for the training were the ones that wanted money and protection from the Taliban as long as it suited their needs. There was maybe one in 2,000, 10,000 soldiers that legitimately wanted to be there for the better, betterment of their country. The rest of them wanted money. Money for drugs. Money for cigarettes. So, I'm going to get off my soapbox now. So I would like to know who is accountable. It's not the trainers. Myself and others have done what we can to train them. The army officers above us at the battalion level, brigade level that wanted the pictures and optics to see how they were trained 
to win the hearts and minds? I, I would say you start there. Because they were smart enough to know that these people that we were training were garbage. And higher than that, which they're looking at a bigger, broader picture, they're getting this BS reporting from the battalion and brigade levels up to the division levels that says, hey, look, they're getting pictures of them training them. They must be training. They must have the equipment and, and all the, the know-how of military tactics. So this looks good. So let's send it up higher. So now higher, which is a Congress level, a core level, Congress level, whoever it is thinks that we, we are adequately training these people. That could be further that couldn't be further from the truth. We were trying our our hardest to train these people to protect themselves and protect their country. And they had they wanted nothing to do with it. They wanted the nice cool uniform, they wanted the guns, they wanted the money. They could give a crap less. And nothing it's never been more apparent than now. Where after 11 days, they just drop their weapons or join the Taliban and run. So if I were to say who's accountable, I would say the battalion and brigade levels. So that covers kind of where. Who would, you know, who would it fall under battalion brigade levels for sugarcoating the turd sandwich that we all had to take a bite of but where is it now who are they blaming they blaming the president now don't get me wrong the guy is whew, he is bug nuts crazy he's losing his mind he stumbles through everything he does and, dare I say, a liar. But, I'm not the first one to say it and I won't be the last. Where I think it lies on him was the urgency that he said to pull out. Which I can assume just meant dump everything and leave. Whatever you got, dump it and leave. Give it to the give it to the Afghan National Army. They'll take it. They'll use it. Nope. Nope. I wish I would have been honest with them. I wish I would have been honest with uh, George Bush. Uh, I wish I would have been honest with uh, Barack Obama. Been honest with Donald Trump and be honest with Joe Biden. Those people did not want to learn. They did not want to protect their own country. They did not want to give up their lives, the lives of anybody else. They're not like us. They will never be like us. The army, the military, uh, active duty and the military veterans that would give up their life for the protection of our freedoms and everything that we hold dear and true in our hearts. They would not do that for their own country like we would here. They were getting a sugar-coated candy BS 
of how great we were doing training these guys and how much money we were throwing at them. And they just assumed that what the lower levels of uh, the military, which would be at the brigade level for them, was going great. When they could have just walked through the lines, ask any NCO or any enlisted that is probably uh, sergeant first class or below, all the way down to private, could tell you for a fact that these people, the Afghan National Army, couldn't give a shit less about their country. Training them was almost impossible. It, it wouldn't take much. Just go to just go to YouTube, type in uh, Afghans doing jumping jacks. These simplest of uh, techniques for calisthenics and cardio, watch them do jumping jacks. You think it got better? It did not. It did not get better. Not to mention uh, the other stories coming out about the um, interpreters that were rogue from the beginning working for the Taliban, the Afghan National Army, the police that were crooked and taking, taking the money and feeding it to their Tal Taliban counterparts to uh, make or build better bombs. It was a lot. There was a lot of them out there. But it was a, it's a lot harder to find you know where their allegiance lies when they basically live in the stone age. You think when you think about it, I mean they they still roll around with those Nokia brick phones that are almost indestructible. Um, they're, they're, ugh, you know what? I'm going to move on from that. So how's you guys day been? Been doing good? Hopefully. I hope everybody's doing good out there. I know a lot of veterans out there. Um, not that they pity the Afghan people or the Afghan national army. It's just a lot of them are struggling right now because they know they gave up years of their lives and some of them their lives to train these people so they could do better for their own country and in a matter of 11 days they gave up and took off to either join the Taliban or seek asylum somewhere else a lot of veterans are struggling with that concept that all of their time was wasted and their friends died for nothing. And now we're we're partnering up partnering up with I think I heard dozens of two dozen other countries to get these people to a safe place. When they could give two craps less about us. It's it's god awful. I am a little bit of passion, uh, passionate about this. If you haven't, if you haven't picked that up, I was over there three times for a total of three years. Did a lot of training. Did a lot of uh, maneuvers. You know, I, I went there as a uh, 
as an um, basically an RTO, uh, radio transmitter operator. Moved my way up to FO, the forward observer, to the FSNCO, the fire support non-commissioned officer, at a company level. So I never worked at a battalion level or higher, not officially. But I can tell you in all of our reports to hire was that this this is wholeheartedly the biggest waste of time and money that we could have invested into this country. This country meaning Afghanistan. So, I mean, where do we go from here? I mean, right now, I don't know if it's the entire U.S. or just Joe Biden himself. It's the laughingstock of the entire planet right now. And he was, he was, in my mind beforehand, because of all the mix-ups and the slurs and all the, the, all the mindless rambling that he does... That right there makes us like the laughing stock of the world is having him as a president. And like I said, I'm not trying to get too political, but that was the guy that they picked was him. The oldest probably senile president. But like I said, right now from what the world sees is we left a country completely to them it says you know they think that we left this country completely unguarded we just said bye good luck have fun when in truth we gave them everything they needed and they gave up so how do you how do you explain that how do you explain that to a group of people who think they, they want to press blame on one person and that one person is our current president? Where I could tell you from the start that it started at the platoon level. Where we were doing the training. And somewhere along the line somebody said, oh these people are doing training, they're doing really good. Then obviously you didn't get our notes. Because they were never doing good. Again, one in 10,000 people wanted to be there, wanted to strive for greatness. Was that person in charge? Never. The company commander, these uh, company commander, the platoon commander, the battalion commander of these Afghan National Army units, crooked. All of them. But nobody ever asked us. Nobody from higher up ever asked us. We would have told them the truth. And I, I bet even if we told them the truth, it would have been written up as a success for us and the Afghans for our partnering to defeat terrorism and insurgency insurgency from the Taliban. So there's nothing we can do from there. I think it's I think whoever it was that lied for the twenty years that we were training, we need those people need to be held accountable. 
whoever said they're ready they're ready to defend themselves they need to be held accountable so this day in history nine years ago I was freshly back from Afghanistan my last tour uh, witnessing the birth of my child um, I made it back August 19th after a few debacles in um, Kuwait some papers weren't signed so I'd wait a day or two so I got back August 19th August 20th we went to an OB appointment for my wife after the OB appointment we left we went shopping uh, got myself some nice things and on the 21st they called her in saying that they were going to force induce because certain situations happened so I wasn't more than 72 hours well about 48 hours off this plane now from 7,000 miles away 9,000 miles away because we we're in Colorado and I'm being told hey good thing you're back in time because you're about to be a new dad and hopefully your sleep schedule is not all messed up spoiler alert it was and at 12.01 midnight 0001 a.m. she was born four pounds 13 ounces she was a month about a month premature probably one of the greatest days of my life after that everything changed everything changed now I, I see the memes of like the um, the um, you'll see it it's a bulldog it's a man it's a obviously a man with a with a nice looking dad bod uh, physique with like a bulldog face and it said something like I used to you know kick ass and take names and now here I am at a park anyway move on from that yep nine years ago first daughter in uh, Fort Carson Colorado I believe it was uh, Evans Army Hospital I only live five miles away or not even five miles I live less than a mile away and they wouldn't let us take her home until she was five pounds and I'm like I could walk her to my house because they were afraid of her falling out of the car seat because she wasn't big enough I'm like I can take her to the house I could walk her there but they wouldn't let us leave but anyway um, I know in sports right now in football they're doing the preseason games and the Detroit Lions have lost all their preseason games I think they've only done two so far um, I saw that the uh, the Red Wings have made a good trade um, I couldn't tell you what uh, anybody else is doing right now um, again not a sports guy as far as like video games if you're into Diablo 2 uh, that has been remastered and released for the PC X, uh, and the uh, Xbox and PlayStation platforms so there's something to look out for that 
Um, more first-person shooters coming out. Uh, Call of Duties, uh, Battlefields, whatever it is. Um, right now, I've been playing a lot of uh, Borderlands 3. Uh, I've been a big fan of the Borderlands franchise ever since uh, my friend Chris Arney um, kind of pulled me into it. Said it was good. I didn't believe him. Then I started playing it, and it turned out to be really good. Um, I've always, you know, done the Halo, the Destiny, the I, I've always liked the first-person shooters with a little bit of science fiction behind them. Uh, the role-playing games, the uh, the strategy games, those are always fun for me. You know, Final Fantasies, obviously, one of the big kickers there. Um, uh little known game which I think is one of the best games ever created was Lufia 2 then you got your dark clouds those were pretty good uh, right now I mean all I can talk about are games that I used to play uh, because right I mean at the moment I don't play that many video games most of my time goes towards uh, well now recently goes towards the kids and at 8.30 to 9 o'clock when I put them down, that's when I get my hour to two hours of game time before I have to go to sleep to wake up to do it all over again. Now I was working, when I was working, it was the same same scenario. I'd go to work, come home, put the kids to bed. After I you know, eat dinner, get kids ready for bed, and I got an hour to play, 9 to 10, before I have to go to bed to get back up for work. Uh, on my off time, I do like to play golf. So if there's any golfers out there that kind of want to play a play a good nine round, eighteen round, or eighteen hole round, let me know. We'll go out. Um, my I won't say my personal favorite, but the one closest to my well, most affordable closest to my house right now is called Devil's Knob. Uh, we also have the Gladwin Heights near us and a couple others. And I only pick uh, Devil's Knob because it's the cheapest. And the people there are friendly. It's mostly well-maintained if it's not just rained for three days and you're playing into uh, ponds that should be greens. So good times, great oldies, you know what I'm saying? Can you dig it? You picking up when I'm putting down you mopping up what I'm spilling that's what's up so aside from the accountability issues and the Afghan issues and all the other stuff I'm, I'm trying to keep it light you know I do get fired up sometimes when it comes down to the accountability and how the people that are taking blame are not the people that should be getting the blame. You know, they're passing the buck over to uh, the highest. And you know, they're probably not wrong. Because they say uh, leadership is a direct reflection. So, you know, if you got a, if you got a crap leader, you're going to have crap leadership. So... It's on the uh, enlisted to pick up the slack from the crap leadership. Anyway, moving on from that. Again, um, I'll try to get back to you with some more sports-related uh, news, uh, video games, 
you know whatever it is try to keep it light um i might even do some uh pop culture stuff who knows you know what actors are doing what what movies are coming out there's a borderlands movie coming out you should go see it um i'll give you a rating of a suicide squad the new one the suicide squad with idris elba and john cena and uh margaret robbie um i give it a nine out of ten uh it was a great movie uh compared to the first suicide squad which i would give a five out of ten uh i would go see the new suicide squad um the graphics are amazing it's a lot gorier there's more funny moments in it and that's what i think the dc universe needed was a little bit more comedy not forced comedy kind of like uh i i don't want them to be the avengers comedy um more dark humor than anything was which i think they need but overall it was a great movie um Idris Elba was it was fantastic. I think their back and forth, his back and forth with John Cena was amazing. Um, King Shark, voiced by uh, Sylvester Stallone, perfect, perfect. And then Polka Dot Man with his mommy issues that that was funny. So who knows? Maybe I'll give more ratings on movies and give you a little synopsis of what happens. So. With that, I'm going to go ahead and cut this here, and I hope everybody has a good day, good rest of their day. And remember, in the check in the comments, there's a phone number to a hotline if you feel like you're going down a dark place and can't find a way out, and, but you are actively seeking for help. The, call the hotline, and the, uh, the number's listed in the comment section or the uh, description. Uh, there's a, a hotline, press 1 talk to somebody there's a text number you can text them uh if there's a family member or a battle buddy that you can talk to talk to them talk to somebody you know you're not alone in this fight it's not you know we all know it's not it's not a physical fight it's a mental fight and you're not alone there's always help for some for everybody so with that i appreciate everybody now i command you Move out. Draw fire. Thank you.